Just before we begin today, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we gather today at Magic Studios in West Perth. It was an absolute thrill to have two country-bred AFLW stars from the Great Southern join me on episode three of Bushfooty Legends. Paris Laurie and Sophie McDonald have come from various backgrounds, hockey and basketball, but they're now currently forging their AFLW careers playing for the West Coast Eagles. They're both from the South Coast, from Albany and from Denmark, and join me for a fantastic chat talking about their pathway, the social aspect of the sport they love, and the importance of their footy club in providing that connection and also the family supporters and make their way in the game. Once again, I can't thank them enough for the chat. It was entertaining to say the least. Bush Footy Legends is presented by the WA Country Football League in partnership with Healthway, promoting the Think Mental Health message. All right, we're joined by a couple of country-bred uh, West Coast Eagles stars in Paris Laurie and Sophie McDonald. Welcome. Thanks Thank for you. Good us. to be here. Now, it certainly is Eagles headquarters here, not right now. You've got the West Coast apparel. We've taken over the studio. Um, but the best thing is we've got a couple of country girls who are both from the same, I'd say the same region, come up here, uh, really forming their own way in the game. How cool is that? Both of you from the South Coast, Albany and Denmark, and you're now playing together in the AFLW. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, growing up, like you'd watch a whole bunch of people playing elite sport and you never think, oh, that could be me or it's someone that you know is very rare, I think, especially from the country where it's someone from your hometown that you can look up to and go, oh, I can make it too. So it's really cool now for us, I think, to make it, I guess, and be that for people growing up in Albany now. So there's the two of you here, but of course there's Belinda Smith as well from um, Pingrup from mm. the South Coast as well. Something three from the one region in the in the team. Did you see Paris and went, oh, I want to I wanna join the Eagles? I think by the time I saw Paz playing footy, I was still playing hockey at that point. I didn't yeah. even think that footy was even a part of my future by then. But yeah, having started to move up to Perth and then start playing footy and then coming to Claremont and playing with Paz, I was like, oh, this this could actually be a reality yep. where footy can become a career for me. Yes. So yeah, it's really cool. Might as well go back to where it started. I suppose, where did it start for you, Paris? There was no one, is there anyone for you to look up to from the region or you just look up to your brother? Yeah, yeah, pretty well. Um, I think he was definitely the inspiration for me. Um, but, yeah, I think there's definitely been um, boys that have come up from the country quite a bit, but um, not as many girls. I suppose it's just so new and everything like that. But, um, yeah, it's really cool to come through with um, Soph and B Smith, um, especially, I think, for our parents as well. They get to, you know, share the, the hatred for the drive and everything like that together. I you going to say hatred for the Dockers. But, uh, <laughs> well, that too, that for, too. For those who are listening, yes. Um, yeah, so I suppose a bit on, on, yourself, on yourselves, Paris, you're still teaching as well, juggling that with an AFLW career. Have I got that right? You have, oh, but I've, yeah. I've just finished. Okay. I, um, I decided that I'll um, put all my effort into footy, yep. see where it gets me, and um, if I still play terrible, then um, yeah. then we'll look at other other yeah. options. But, yeah, I, d- I was teaching up until about two weeks ago, so oh, you, you do go. have that correct, though. Yeah. Um, of course, yeah, your brother, Jesse, uh, was drafted by Port Adelaide, didn't play a game, so you're the first one from the family to play an AFL game. And I think the first one from first player from Denmark unless I've got that horribly wrong, to actually be drafted from Denmark and actually play 
professional football. Yeah, you could be right there. I hope um, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll say it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jess and I definitely have a little rivalry there. I remember when I was getting drafted, um, I got picked before him, and so he gave him a quick call and let him know about it. But his response was that I hadn't played a game yet, so um, I definitely rubbed it in once I played my first game. Yeah, that is good. And Sophie, you're you played every sport, didn't you? The way it seems, <laughs> you, 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 I suppose, raised in a hockey family. Um, your um, entrance into football was was quite unique. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so I just graduated high school, and then someone had told my mum about this elite talent identification that West Coast were doing. And by that point, I was doing absolutely nothing. I thought, might as well go down. Yeah. And then from then on, everything, the cards just rolled my way, basically. From there, I was able to train with the academy up in Perth, play for Claremont, and then get a call in like July or early August just saying, yeah, we want to draft you. And I'm sitting there, freshly 19, going, yeah. hold on. <laughs> like this all happened. But he just like, picked up a football here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like in the span of eight months, I'd just gone from living in Albany and even thinking about playing footy for a career and then all of a sudden getting drafted by West Coast and having not even something that I thought possible, just a reality for there's me. So, so yeah, many, it was amazing. There's so many people jealous of that because they play football their whole life and don't, <laughs> yeah. even, don't, even, don't even get that opportunity. Yeah, it was just everything that had to go right went right for that and uh, Adam Selwood called and you hadn't you were were amazed by that weren't you yeah so this was whilst I was still in Albany and he called my mum and she looked at her phone and she was you know it's an unknown number she doesn't know who it is she picks it up and just says oh hi Mm. and then Sellers of course is like hey it's Adam Selwood and she just (laughs) takes the phone off looks at me and is like it's Adam Selwood (laughs) (laughs) we're just all sitting there in absolute amazement because you know, it's not every day, you know, a probable legend of West Coast just yeah. calls you up casually and just says, oh, yeah, we think you're pretty good at footy. Do you want to move out to Perth and have a train with us? That's not how it should go. <laughs> no, not at all. Absolutely yeah. surreal for yeah. that night. We're all sitting there for the rest of the day just going, what on earth has just happened? Yeah. But, yeah, it's just absolutely amazing for that all to pan out how it did. How did it happen for you, Paris? Um, yeah, it was a little different. Um, I came across from basketball. Uh, I got sick of... Um, We've got so many sports in this room. <laughs> I got sick of um, warming the bench and waving yep. the towel. So I um, went and played uni games footy. Okay. And, um, you know, obviously I was sober the whole time and, um, you know, playing great <laughs> footy there. Um, but sort of spoke to a few um, talent ID people there and went down and went to different state academies. And then my brother was at Claremont, so I decided to go and join him down there. And then, yeah, it sort of rolled from there. But I went as a train on to Frio, didn't get picked up, went um, and just trained on with them for the yeah. year. And then the following year was luckily enough to get picked up. Mm. And then, um, yeah, Eagles got a team and they wanted me to come across. So um, sort of tossed and turned and made the decision to go the blue and gold and stoked yeah. that I did. And uh, how did you see this, both of you, how did you see the season just gone? I suppose obviously not the end you both, as the team wanted really. What's the sort of focus been uh, looking forward to the next season? Probably just keep the knives away from Dana Hooker so she can yeah. keep her toes intact. <laughs> keep her toes in, But yeah. um, we were just injury riddled, yeah. which... Mm. Um, I guess all teams would have had their injuries, but um, to have quite a few of our big players out due to injury for large sections of our season didn't help at all. Um, but yeah, I think we're developing, and each year that we, you know, draft new girls in, and 
um, get that fresh talent coming through that have played forever and aren't coming from other sports. Yeah. Um, so I think it'll just get better and better. But, yeah, just hoping for a lot less injuries. Yeah. Were you injured before the opening bounce of the last game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was um, <laughs> it was good. Yeah, I, one and only injury and it happened in a warm-up. So stoked about that. That's but what we're it's all called, good. a warm-up. Yeah, it? exactly. <laughs> I took it a little bit too seriously. It's where I shine. Um, yeah, look, what was... You obviously got different stories, but like, what was your first experience with football? We talk about now. There's obviously a more clearer pathway for girls coming through local competitions, whether that be metropolitan or country, and and go through to Waffle W and potentially almost a bit like a traditional pathway. What was it like for you? Was it was it in the backyard with your brothers? Like, yeah. yeah, I think um, it was in the kitchen and um, in the backyard <laughs> a bit as well. Um, but I do remember playing a couple of games for the boys. Yep. Um, and. Yeah, they told me that uh, it was because I got too old that I had to leave the team, but I actually think it was the game that we had to get into the grand final and I, instead of just kicking at least a point, it went out in the full. And they oh. they told me after that game I wasn't allowed to play anymore. So, oh. um, you know, I'm concerned. Was it actually the age or was it my skill level? <laughs> well, you're sh- you showing them now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. You, so. you haven't seen a, yeah. a point blank in front of goals before. It's not great. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. They say that's the one thing that hasn't improved in football over the years is goal kicking. It can't, yeah. it can't be that hard, can it? Yeah. Honestly, I don't know what it is. And so what about you? That's all, you've touched on already, like you've, you've played hockey, played hockey most of your life. Your mum's yeah. still playing hockey. Like she's, <laughs> played, she's played forever. Hopefully, she's, hopefully Tracy's listening. But um, <laughs> yeah. besides the ID day, how many times did you touch the football? Oh, uh, I mean, I did do Auskick when I was very young yeah. and had a lot of fun doing that. But I think just watching again like my parents play hockey it just naturally gravitated towards that and mm. then obviously in primary school you have dockers cup and everything yeah, so yeah. be able to have a run around with that and then so you're playing with the boys then no dockers no. cup was just the all female sorry that's my bad yep. <laughs> yeah eagles cups <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah but dockers cup was really good for me to just have a run around have fun and mm. then i was lucky enough to play in the inaugural season of the women's comp down yep. in albany mm. and you know it wasn't that many games it was five games but it's still enough to have just like the hunger and passion, I guess, for the sport. Yeah, it's um, it's incredible how that sort of uh sort of starts. What 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 would be some of your advice, I suppose, for girls wanting to come through now? It's a bit, it's a bit. I wouldn't say is it easier for them now. I don't, I'm not sure how we'd describe that. I think it's easier to get into footy. I think it's probably harder to get drafted. I mean, I think if I tried to get drafted now. I'd have no hope. Would you draft yourself? (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) No chance. Um, But I do need to get a contract next year, so hopefully no one's listening. Um, (laughs) You 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 need a contract renewal next year? Yeah. Oh, so you've got a minute now to uh, talk (laughs) about your ties up? It's so good. (laughs) Pratty, if you're listening. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It will be. Um, But I definitely think it's easier to get into footy, and there's so many opportunities for the girls now, so many different teams, and um, yeah, you see the growth from um, little Oz kickers and that sort of thing. And they're actually really good. I went down to a clinic the other day and they were elite. Yep. So um, I think it's the game's going to be huge in a, in a few years' time. Yep. But, yeah, the pathway is definitely there and pretty well what the boys have, the girls have now, mm. which is cool. Yeah. What, what, do you, what do you reckon, so? Yeah, I reckon there's no time better, actually, to get into footy because there's so many people mm. coming into it and that are also new and being able to bond with that and just – know that you're part of all growing the game together yeah. rather than, you know, coming in where it's mm. really established. I think it's really exciting yeah. for where female footy is right now. Is it easy going into a club, which you both have, from the country, just speaking in general terms, you're going into a new team, 
um, you're coming from the country where it's obviously you're meeting a lot of new people, but having someone from the same region who you maybe lean on, does is, is that make things a lot more comfortable going into a new environment? I think it probably does. It's hard yeah. to tell because I was already at Claremont mm. and then Soph came down yeah. and then we'd already known each other from Claremont when we both went to Eagles. Um, but definitely I think you've all got a little bit more of a, a different accent um, to the city folks, so that helps. Oh, so you, you, sta- sort of, you stand out like yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can oh, hear yeah. it from a little while away. Yeah, it's like, going, oh, as a country person, yeah, I'll be again. friends with that person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that definitely helps. But um, yeah, I think I think it's cool for um, you know similarities in the way you've grown up and sort of a bit of the character that yeah. comes out of yeah. you that coming from the country. Yeah, you can definitely take the piss out of each other a yeah. lot more with the country kids, and particularly like the Albany Denmark kind of thing. Like, there's always something. Yeah, there's always been on. a decent rivalry there, no matter what sport. I reckon. Yeah, Denmark. Exactly. Denmark always had it over Albany. Oh, I think I'd say in basketball, especially. Yeah. yeah. Like they yeah. grow like they, they just grow tall timber in Denmark. <laughs> yeah, there's, and there's something in the water over there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they stand in manure or something. All the kids, I don't know. They're absolutely massive. Even when I was coming through in junior footy, they would be the kids would be huge, would yeah. be huge. I don't know what it is. I just don't know what it is. But um, when you, when you look at it, um, you're both in a side now. Where where, where do you want to um, individually? I suppose where do you want, where do you want to take your footy in the in the short term? I suppose we're getting a bit deep here, but um, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Um, I think just further developing my game and really establishing myself in the side. I mean, yeah. I've had all the coaches talk to me about, you know, high ceilings and everything and yeah. like what you can achieve. And now it's really down to me mm. to really put in the hard work and the effort to make sure that I get there. Because yeah. I think just it was nearly there last season, but just something didn't click. And so, yeah, now I've had like the whole off season to really work on it. Coming into this season, I'm a lot more confident in what I can do on the footy field and off as well. So this will be your third season coming up yes. now, the Eagles, yeah. Yeah. Paris, what season is it for you now? Third for the Eagles, fourth yeah. in, in total, total. Yeah. 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 Um but yeah, being an undersized ruck, um, I think I'm gonna have to sort of try and find another position. Um <laughs> Yeah, so you when we're preparing the studio here, I've gone I've got a ruck coming in. <laughs> I've gone that's at least hundred and ninety centimetres, surely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, well for most, yeah, for yeah, most. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I would love to be able to move maybe into the forward line or something yeah. like that. But obviously my, you said you can't kick. Yeah, exactly. I can't keep goals. So I don't know really what I'm gonna do down there, but um I'll find a way. I'll I'll, I'll sweep like, like a decoy. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so do a few dummy leads down there, that sort of thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd love to sort of develop my game a little bit more so I can stay in the game yeah. um, because, yeah, I feel like the rucks are already huge that I'm up against, but I think they're only getting bigger. So yeah. I'm a little concerned for my safety out there. What's um, what's your family's been like um, supporting you, I suppose, your, your careers now? Yeah, they've been really good, actually, and... They were really good with me growing up and making sure that I didn't do too much, I guess. Yep. I mean, you know, obviously, I grew up doing nearly every, every sport, yeah. nearly every sport available. And they were really good at being able to pull me back and just say, nah, don't do that because yep. you'll lose your passion for the sport. And I think that's really carried over into how I go about footy and just sport in general nowadays is have that kind of laid back kind of attitude, but still obviously no when to be intense and when to really play with intent on the Mm. game. So I think, yeah, they've been really good in supporting me and just making sure that I'm okay with where I am as well. You get a lot of, um, you know, the common question is it might be um, you know, for parents, you get a lot of their kids a lot of playing a lot of sports, different sports, and when do they, and when do you be able to potentially intervene as a parent or when does the, how, how do you come up with the process maybe yourself, like you've chosen 
AFL or chosen football over hockey. What, what's the what's the spark which which gets you to go? I'm going to put the stick down. Is, is that is that a it's a it was a hard question. Oh, it's, it was a really hard decision as yeah. well when it came to it because. I had opportunities with hockey as well. And you're playing state. You're playing state underage hockey. Yeah, state underage hockey. I was playing top level in Perth as well. Yep. So it was really hard when it came to the end of the footy and hockey season, and I was sitting there going, "Well, West Coast want to draft me, but yep. you know, Olympics are like in a year or so." Yeah. Like the, there was a whole balancing act of trying to pick which one to go. But I think I don't. Re- I just love that I went with footy just because it was so new to me at the time. Yeah. I was like, this is something that I can really have an impact on for the sport if mm. I choose this. And, yeah, absolutely no regrets so far doing that. Because, yeah, the Olympics is on now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's I why I asked. That's I'm all asked. set for it. Yeah. Yeah, You've got a flight in a couple of hours. Yeah. <laughs> Off to Tokyo. <laughs> uh, yeah, is, was it similar for you? Perhaps you said you got sick of warming the bench. Yeah, basketball. yeah, I did. But um, no, I loved basketball. Yeah. Um, and I went to a basketball specialist school and I just couldn't mm. get enough of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just turned out I peaked early and didn't mm. end up being all that great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to go across the footy, it's just so much fun and such a variety of girls and mm. um, that play the sport. And it's just such a social sport as well, which is yeah. um, something I love. But um, what was the original question I asked? Your family, wasn't it? The family influence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, my family love it. Um, mm. I think it's good for dad instead of sort of giving me footy tips to play basketball with. He can now give me footy tips for actual footy. Okay, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, handy, yeah. not telling me to put my knee in someone's back on the basketball court <laughs> and things like that. Well, um, yeah, that's probably why you're on the bench. Tech, exactly. Tech yeah, foul. I was actually yeah. fouled off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and the brothers love it, so it's good. It's it's really nice to have the support from them. Um, sometimes, you know, when a one of the many horrendous photos get posted of me. It's great to see it pop up on the group chat, you know, the family oh, chat, no. you know, four or five times. That's really good as are well. You one of the, are you one of those? You're the victim and all of that stuff? Uh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I bring it on myself, but that's okay. So you, ta- you take it, you take it. You take it well. Yeah, I like to give it back a bit. So yeah, yeah, it's got to be it's got to be two ways. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, you you both um, both ventured onto the uh, your own podcast. So I, I'm, I'm a bit daunted. I'm interviewing not only um, professional footballers, but people have actually done more podcasts than me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, that I've, I've listened to a bit of I've listened to a bit, and you guys seem to love it. Yeah, it is good fun reminiscing on the funny stuff that goes down. Yeah. Um, it's difficult at times to keep it um, PG, but... Um, yeah, I think this is a PG podcast, so we'll yeah, keep, okay, keep that I'll, PG. Yeah, I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep <laughs> right. that in mind. Um, Just tone down the country a little bit for you. Though. Yeah, yeah no, there was a real con- there's a real country chat, and the listeners no doubt like that. So. <laughs> but, yeah, I think... Um, I think it's cool to see an insight into what happens. Mm. It's not just about footy and yeah. that sort of thing. Um and it's, yeah, it's just started off sort of a bit of fun and then it's continued on. So, um, yeah, hopefully get it back up and running again this season and see yeah. how it goes, get a few more wraps on there and that yeah. sort of thing. Definitely. And if you haven't listened, please do check out the Inside <laughs> Sweep, available yeah, yeah, on yeah. all yeah, streaming on a, services. Yeah, same with the Bush, Bush Footy Legends, the two number one uh, downloaded, <laughs> number one downloaded footy podcasts in, in WA. Um, yeah, so you, you had a bit of a, um, I'm not going to delve too far into it, but you had a bit of an input into the new jingle. I did. Yep. Yeah, I was very fortunate to do so. I think, <laughs> yeah, I, it came about weirdly just out of a one-off where Swanee, our captain, just yep. asked me to, if you were to write a theme tune, what would it be? <laughs> and so for my episode, they had to make me sing it on the potty and then come around next season, they're like, yeah, do you want to record it? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. 
okay. Like, this is my secret music career that I never knew I had. But, yeah, it was really cool. It's been quite, it's been quite a response from that. Yeah, I think mainly from just inside the podcast room when we, <laughs> when we hear it played each time. Yeah. Um, it definitely gets us up and about and ready to ready to go. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about the listeners. I'd love to yeah, know. Yeah, we've got to find the data on that. Yeah, yeah I'd love to know the two yeah. li- the two listeners and what they thought of it. So I'll, I'll listen the other week. So that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were the second but one. But I'm, sure I'm not sure when it was released. What, what year was it released? That it, yeah, that would have been. last year? Yeah, it would have been, oh, would have been early this oh, year. Early this year. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, I suppose. What does the average week look like as the sport becomes more? So you've given up teaching, as you say. What what does your average week look like now? I suppose as you've seen over the last couple of years, it's obviously developed in professionalism. Yeah, Mm. yeah, and I think um, like when when we're in season, we train four nights a week, and then we'll have um, a training on the weekend, or if we're fully in season, it's a game, Um, and so you've got travel in there as well, Um, and it's it's hard because. It sort of seems like it's four nights and once on the weekend, but if you've got a travel game, that's your whole weekend. And then also there's, you know, if you want to get better and you're in there for extra touch or extra recovery or, um, you know, maybe you've got extra conditioning, whatever it is, Mm. um, you sort of, sometimes you feel like you're there 24-7. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Which I think having a really uh, fun and well-bonded group makes it easy to do. Um, But, yeah, definitely spend a lot of time there. But um, I guess the structure is pretty well we get maybe one and a half, two days off a week. Yeah. Have you found it so? Yeah, some days I felt like I would have to use the beds that are available at the club just to (laughs) park myself in overnight. Well, that's handy. Yeah, Yeah, just some days are very long, particularly if you do have the time to come in early and Mm. do some extra touch, do some extra recovery and stuff, and you're there for hours on end. But it all makes it worth it in Mm. the end when you have the shared success with the girls and you yeah. have so much fun with the group that you have and the bond that you share with everyone as well. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like, yeah, you, you don't want it to feel like a chore. Yeah. You have fun. Well, I suppose whatever you do in life, whether that be, you know, your full-time job or, or this is, is it classified, your full, full-time job? Yeah. Not yet. No. Yeah. Probably, yeah, I reckon the year I retire, they'll be like, yeah, no worries, we'll <laughs> yeah. make it full-time now. Yeah. So what do you do in your spare time? Yeah, so... Or, no, sorry, the little spare time yeah, that you have. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a bit of everything, really. Just being able to hang out with my friends. So I'm yeah. lucky enough to live with friends that I still got from Albany. And awesome. so they're great for when I come home just going off about footy and yeah. they, they're they not sporty at all. So <laughs> well, that, that's good, isn't it? It's that can, great. That can balance, balance you. Sometimes you might not want to be... Yeah. All about football. So they're yeah. great when I come home ranting and raving about something and then yeah. they just look at me with the blankest face <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, well, how was your day then? They might not even know you're on TV or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably like once I've heard them say, oh, do you want us to come to a footy? I was like, it's, it's okay. <laughs> We've all got friends like that who really don't, yeah, maybe have yeah. different interests. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I suppose finally what would like to touch on, I suppose, yeah, where... Um, where you see where you see the club going in this season? Um, what, what's the, what's the, what's the what's been the messaging so far? Yeah, I think we've had our first season, which was all about um, you know coming together and uh, the first year, and we had so many firsts, and then the second year was development. I think this year it's really going to be um, you know that it's it's about actually making our mark now and yep. actually doing well, and we should be striving for finals. And we mm. um, you know I think girls might find that the professionalism steps up even more in terms of, um, 
you know, what you need to do to get yourself a game. But also, you know, if you're not performing, then it's going to be just like the, the men's where you sort of you get sent back to um, training or waffle or whatever yeah. it is to um, show that you earn your position in the team. Mm. Um, and I, I do think that it's it's going to become a, li- a little bit more of a elite athlete sort of yeah. environment, which not that it hasn't been, but I just think um, we've sort of, being told the first two years, you know, we're on a journey and mm. um, we're developing and we're trying to build a really good foundation here. And I think this third year will really start to stamp out and start to sort of um, mm. really look to progress and actually start yeah. performing quite well. Yeah. Mm. Do you get a do you get a buzz when you get to um, I suppose see? Might be you said you went to that Oz Kick um, session at the week. You know, a young girl who might look up to you as their idol. How, how does how do you respond to that? Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. And. Even just, I was at the Waffle W Grand Final and yeah. some kids came up, they yeah. coached like months ago for yeah. an old clinic and they came up and they still know your name, they still yeah. remember you and still want to have a chat and asking how you're doing in footy as well. So it's really humbling and also such an honour really just to be able to be someone that they look up to and mm-hmm. just go, oh, that's that's cool. Like that, I was, I'm someone that they're looking up to. Yeah in comparison like me as a kid mm. not necessarily having that female footy person to look up to and go oh, I want to be like you yeah. they're now looking at me and going yeah I want to be like that yeah. which is so cool so girls everywhere in the state have I suppose their own idols now to look up to and mm. um, hopefully you know there's some more coming out of the country and hopefully there's a few more um, from Al- Albany coming Albany and Denmark coming uh, <laughs> yeah. coming no, pretty soon Albany. more probably yeah there'll probably be more from Denmark probably no, but, absolutely what, tall not. <laughs> yeah. tall huge rucks yeah, 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 huge yeah. Rucks. <laughs> anyway um, Paris Sophie appreciate you uh, joining us on Bush Footy Legends are you happy with that title Bush footy legends. Yeah, that's, that's, what, that's actually quite good. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue really well. Yeah, I did yeah. think, I was like, bush footy, surely this is going to be an absolute hoot. This is going to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be a good time. Oh, you, you, you said earlier your favourite, uh, um, I was trying to wrap up the podcast then, but you, you said your one of your worst memories was obviously not in bush footy. You were actually... You missed the goal and you got you were banned from playing. Exactly, or yeah. From yeah, playing. yeah. That's not a great memory. I know, I know. But, I mean, it's a good laugh and I deserve to be kicked off that team. I was bringing them down, so it's all right. Off to bigger and better, hey? Oh, you're both integral parts of the West Coast side now. Um, all the best for the season, Head, and thanks for joining us on Bush Footy Legends. Thanks for yeah, having thank us. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Bush Footy Legends. If you like the show, make sure you like, follow, and share with your mates. Here at Bush Footy Legends, we're big on creating environments that support social inclusion and connectedness. Get in touch with us through our Instagram page at WA Country Football or through our Facebook page at WACFL. Oh.